That's because I um I just get a little wild and it's time for a snack break. Caitlin, are you, uh, how are you feeling? You know, I'm feeling pretty good today. It's, it's kind of, uh, it's gloomy out. So, um, we, it's the, uh, <laughs> it feels like that song in Twilight. Okay. Yes. It feels like, it feels like Forks Washington. Well, I'm gonna need you to get loose and I'm gonna need you to get feeling swingy. Because guess mm. what we're about to cover? Ooh. Oh, God. I don't know if I'm ready for this. What are we covering? No, you got to get, you got to shake out your arms. You got to wiggle your butt like a dog. <laughs> and then, all right, she did it. For the record, she did. She did go. She gave us a little shimmy. I did. Good. <laughs> Every, you listener, too. You got to get loose. Because we are talking about dynamic climbing today. Ooh. And it's going to be real fun. Um, because I know a lot of y'all are sloth people. <clears throat> You like, yeah, I am attacking Caitlin with this episode. You like to lock it off. You like three points on at all times. Wait, I don't (laughs) know if if anyone knows this about Lauren. Lauren is exceptional at making climber specific parodies of songs. (laughs) And you just made me think um, you need to record lock it off instead of shake it off. Shake it off. Oh, yeah. Uh. Oh, ooh, and then mm, I'm, hmm. I'm trying to think of what you could say for haters gonna hate. <sighs> hmm. This, I, you're right. You, I could, I could make fun of people that won't be dynamic with the song. <laughs> Call it, lock it off, and it'll be really funny. Um, we're gonna put, I'm gonna put that on the idea. Put a board. star on that. Put a star. Um, Someday I will release my climbing album. parody. Album. <laughs> and I'm gonna be a weird owl of rock climbing, and it's gonna be awesome. Um, I, you already are in my in my heart. Um, I but that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Before um. <laughs> before we get going on this topic, uh, can I read our review of the week? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so Victoria says, "Give me more snack breaks." Well, Victoria, this is for you because this yeah, is a snack well, break. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she says, Lauren and Caitlin give relatable, practical advice to improve your climbing. I've been able to apply so many of their episodes immediately to my training and nutrition. I love that. So Victoria. Thanks so much, Victoria. Yes. I need to send you. Yes. Send Lauren an email. We'll put that in the show notes, her email, um, but send it to her so you can get your sticker. Yes, absolutely. We will we will send that over. Okay. Speaking of reviews and getting stickers, so as a reminder, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we will send you and we read it on the show, we will send you a sticker. Um, so please leave us reviews, rate us and review us, go on Spotify, just hit the number of stars. And then if you're on Apple, you hit the number of stars and then you type write a review. And this is both from the show page. So that's how you do that. Um, other ways to support the show. We have a Patreon. Um, or just tell your friend about this episode. Send this to your friend. Go, hey, friend, I noticed that you lock off every move you do um, <laughs> and that maybe you could try not doing that here's the episode bye and then you know just do that um just put it in put it on in the put car, it in a group on, chat 
Or, yeah. or like, oh, I'm just going to listen to this podcast I just heard and like put it yeah. on in the car while they're, you know, they're hostage with you as you're driving to the crag. Yeah. You're like <laughs> going to the crag to work on like a donkey climb and you're like, what if we just listen to this now? Um, so <laughs> do that. Do it's that. good for everyone. Um, okay. So first before, so as we get into this, I wanted to find what dynamic movement is. Um, and I also want to stop this epidemic of incorrect terminology. Caitlin, do you know what do you know what I'm talking about? Have you heard people do this? Does it make you wince? All I my thoughts of this acronym are just just fucking that's all I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh yes. So, all right. Listen. <laughs> Dynamic movement and dinos are not the same thing. No. Stop saying that just because you have to like swing a little to do a move to do a big move it's not a dino a dino is where you like literally have to jump and cut your feet off the wall and like Mm. i think at one i don't know i guess i would have to look up what people's exact definitions of this would be but i would say a dino is where like at least three of your points are off the wall for the move Hmm. um so maybe yeah that's so Doing dynamic movement and using momentum is not the same as a dyno. So if you have to do a big move in the gym, but your feet aren't cutting and you're not like literally jumping, that is not a dyno. Uh, JFC, Caitlin, for your, uh, <laughs> I wrote this in the show notes. I wrote <laughs> dynamic movement is not dynos. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, so, oh, so it's like yeah, Christ. Yeah, it's just me being dramatic um okay so i just had to get that out in the open if you said that it's cool no one hands you a like climbing lingo binder when you get a gym pass so i totally forgive you but i just want to save you from (laughs) saying something that isn't categorically correct um so there you go i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think that i've really made the distinction that dinos are not dynamic because i mean dinos are dynamic but it's like the rectangle squares thing Yeah, yeah 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 but not like when you're talking about being dynamic, it's not always a dyno. Like dynos are right. dynamic, but dynamic movement is not always a dyno. Like I yes. think that's something that I maybe don't consider, but I'm I'm listening now because I don't love to dyno. So I'm like, mm-hmm, you're, <laughs> you're like, me. I just don't talk about this because I don't do giving it. me some validation to <laughs> work on <laughs> dynamic movement. That's not dynos. Yes. Love it. Okay. Well, can we can we just start by well, I have a question for you. Yeah. How, how can you tell if dynamic movement is a problem for you? Slash, can you tell me if it's a problem for me? <laughs> I definitely think you okay, one, I do think you know how to like punch it and like swing a little and use some momentum and do things. So I don't think you're, you know, a full on sloth mode climber. I also think some of the places you've climbed, like, don't, you know, I think the climbing style that you've developed definitely lends itself to like small hard moves on tiny holds um but in the training block that i'm gonna write you soon um we will keep working on this um yes so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun especially a good thing to have going on in joe's um but a lot of people that struggle with dynamic movement like know this about themselves um and even if you think you're good at it like i actually realized that while i can move dynamically if the climbing if like the terrain was too easy for me in some cases 
and I didn't need to use like momentum or dynamic movement. I would just do it slow because I could. But actually, I found that by playing with momentum more, I could save a lot of energy by like using momentum more often. Like I think I kind mm. of had this, you know, um, this is what coach coach Nate would tell me. He'd be like when we started working together, it was like your momentum is I I made some one of us made this analogy, but it was like my momentum was a switch and not a dial. It was either like oh. I'm in momentum mode and I'm gonna like okay, chuck <laughs> or I am in like full on lock it off mode, move really slow and be super precise. But like the happy medium was where I found that I could save a lot of energy by doing like a little bit in between. That's an aside. So here are a few signs um, that, so even if you're like, I think I'm good at this, like you might be good at it, but you might not be using it often enough, or you might not recognize all the situations where you could be using momentum and dynamic movement. Um, so, but a few signs that maybe you could improve your dynamic movement skills. One, your friends joke about how slow you rock climb. <laughs> uh to you think, <laughs> yeah like that mike has gotten better at this for sure but like we used to joke about how slow he climbs um it's like kind of funny but well, yeah you know you know our friend chris and oh yeah chris the definition of sloth chris looks like he's moving through peanut butter and it is beautiful to watch he yeah Truly. i i watched insane. this man smear on non-smearable surfaces it's like amazing yeah, so like if your friends joke about how slow you climb, if you make self-deprecating jokes about how slow you <laughs> climb, make sure they're really funny. Um, you know, but um, don't, um, make, another, don't make fun of yourself unless it's don't really make funny. Your, yeah, unless Ooh. it's good. Like, <laughs> duh. <laughs> um, okay, this is a broad sweeping statement because you can definitely move very slowly on overhangs, but I do find a pattern in my climbers that like don't like moving dynamically are also often the climbers that like, stay away from overhanging climbing and kind of lean towards more like vertical balancey type climbing um so that's something to look out for too if you're like i really like this balancey climbing and i'm like is it because you can move slow and leave your feet on all the time maybe <laughs> um if you in general feel like big spanny moves hard for, feel hard for you like you know big wide reaches things where you like really have to like go for it um and like get really stretched out like if that feels hard for you especially if you have to kind of like swing into it um if you complain about feeling held back by your reach a lot it could be that yes while some of us have shorter reaches than others part of it could be that like learning to use the full your full reach with some dynamic movement could be helpful um another note is that like you probably started listening to this episode for a reason all out like if you pick click this, you probably self-selected that maybe you realize this is <laughs> something you could work on. Um, and lastly, maybe you know that you need to work on dynamic movement because your friend sent you this episode. <laughs> so it's they're just trying math. to help. You're trying to help. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe they're super wrong, but but in it. any so case, those are a <laughs> <those are> few <laughs> signs that maybe working on dynamic movement um could be good for you so if you recognize yourself in any of that that's awesome and also no one's perfect like we can all get better at you know there's there's always yeah. something new to learn um and i don't think we're ever done learning how to move well, dynamically the beauty of climbing you know you you are never done learning there's nope. always something else to learn especially mm -hmm. as your body ages as maybe you have experiences in life that change how you climb mm -hmm. I mean the, there's so much to learn and I feel like dynamic movement is also part of that so 
can you help us understand uh, why dynamic movement might feel hard and mm. maybe when? So like the why and the when. Why, yes. why do we all struggle with this? Or not we all, but many of us. And when is it something that could potentially feel harder? Yes. Okay. This is a good question because I think a lot of times when we talk about certain like movement skills, we get very much into the like mechanics of it where it's like your hips got to blah, blah, blah. And you're like shoulders have to do yada, yada. But I think a lot of mm-hmm. times we miss out on the mental component of why some of this feels more challenging. Um, and obviously dynamic movement is some a form of climbing that will feel like maybe more out of control than your lock it off slow static high tension type of climbing right so i find that there's kind of like two different camps of people um with dynamic movement and then obviously like they overlap some so the first camp is like you know how to do dynamic moves you know how to use your hips you know how to like push you know what it's like to like yeah really like swing and use momentum and go for it but Once you're high above the ground, whether that's in the bouldering gym, whether that's above your bolt, um, you get really nervous and you feel like you have to stay in control and you kind of get like stuck in static mode and it feels harder to like go for it. Right. Mm, Yeah. So control issues. Got it. Okay. Yes. Control issues. (laughs) Yes. That's like a great one. The control issues camp. Um, Yes. um, Where it's like, you know how to do it if you're low to the ground or you feel safe. But then as soon as you get a little stressed out, it's like, it feels a lot less accessible to you um, or like, Mm, yeah, a lot less comfortable. Game number two is like, you really struggle with it. You're like, I don't, as soon as there's a big move, I like just try to like, I don't know. Uh, you know it's like the feeling of especially when I like start working with someone that's like really hasn't played with it too much where they're like I feel like my legs aren't coordinating with my arms I feel like I don't know even how to like use my legs like all of that you know like you actually struggle with the physical mechanics of how to leverage momentum to do bigger moves um essentially and then camp number three is like a little bit of both because like I said not all of us are perfectly perfect at using momentum, knowing how much momentum, you know, kind of like I talked about with my little example of like the momentum switch versus a momentum dial. Sometimes we know how to use it, but knowing how much to use and the ability to like say, okay, I'm going to use 10% momentum to see if that makes this move feel better. Sometimes we don't like have all of the skills to be able to be like that precise with the amount of momentum Mm. that we're using or even be that aware with like how much we're using. That's such a good point because I feel like yeah, you really have to learn like, okay, what, what do all parts of my body have to be doing? Right. Like how much tension am I putting through my feet? Do I like, let go of some tension? Like what's too much tension? Like all of these, when do I let the tension go? And when do I reactivate it? Like all of these things, the, uh, interesting. The analogy that I like to make is that like momentum is like salt. If you use Mm. too much, your food is going to, not be good and it will be like out of control bad and just no and if you use not enough your food's gonna be like bland and flavorless and all of the fun flavors are not going to like come out as well because it like lacks salt where if you use just the right amount it tastes great it works good and you have flavor, but it's not gross, right? So that's kind of how momentum is. You want to use like the right amount of momentum where like 
saves you energy and doesn't deplete you. Cause like there's equally, it's equally challenging. Like just to kind of illustrate the two ends of the spectrum, like it's equally challenging to try to do a move where the span is gigantic and you try to like do it without using any momentum at all. Like you just try to do it all statically and have like so much tension and you're just like barely reaching and it's hard. But on the flip side, using way too much momentum where you like swing into it, cut your feet, all these things are happening. And then you have to like control all this extra energy and like reel it back in to do the next move. Like that's hard to control too. So using the right amount of momentum to Mm. do the move is where is like that sweet spot where you're going to like conserve energy by not like just making it harder than you need to, but you are not like overpowering the move. Uh, Yeah. That makes sense. Well, so fix us tell us how how to fix me (laughs) um yes okay another quick concept i want to discuss Mm. here is that like there's kind of this trade-off between like our speed and how accurate we can be right like it's kind of like the faster we're going which is like the more momentum we're using like the more dynamic we're being um you know the more powerful it is harder to be accurate when you are flying with a ton of power at a bajillion miles an hour at a hold. Right. So like, it's easy to just like jump and dunk to like a huge jug because no matter where you hit it, Mm -hmm. it's fine. And even if you don't hit it perfectly, it's like, whatever, it doesn't require a ton of precision where it's like, if you need to, you know, like hit a hold just so, and a little bit too much and a little bit too little, and you have to hit it at the exact right spot, like that is when moving slower so you can be accurate is going to be helpful. So this is also kind of the balance we have to strike. Like we have to use the right amount of momentum that the move feels as easy as it possibly can, but we also have to be accurate um, as well. So this is where like a lot of my athletes, like something I've noticed with a lot of my sport climbers lately, especially in my sense giving group, um, like there's there's one guy I was coaching where like I noticed that even the moves were a little bit different like basically when he was getting tired he would start like throwing to stuff but it was like these are not the holds you can throw to and it feels hard because when you're getting tired you want to just like move fast and throw but when you're doing that to a really tiny hold that requires precision you like can't do that because you're just gonna miss Mm. it or not hit it right or have so much extra energy that you can't like lock it down so it's kind of this like ironic thing where sometimes as we get tired we actually need to slow down to be able to do the move even though what we want to do is not be so pumped and get it done and hit the thing but so you kind of have to yeah yeah so those (laughs) those are the slots (laughs) no slot yeah you can't be sloppy um so that's and that's why like when you watch the best climbers in the world like they can use momentum but still be extremely accurate and like mm. still use momentum going to these like small, difficult to hold holds, right? So those are kind of your trade-offs, right? Like you want to be, you want to, so just remember the more speed you're using, generally the harder it's going to be to be accurate. So you kind of have to balance the amount of momentum that you're using um, okay. to kind of do sense. that. So consider that, like if you keep like hitting it, if you keep, basically if you keep hitting a hold and missing it, it could be that you need to like squeeze really hard and like slow down like 10 to 20%. And that might be, what needs to happen so like play with the amount of momentum that you're using and play with like adding a lot of tension towards the end of the move like squeeze your abs squeeze your arm eyes closed everything flex and like hit it um so a few ways to do something about it and i'm going to link to all of these um in the show notes so that you can have them but we're going to talk about drills um so uh okay so a couple of so i'm gonna i divided these into kind of like mental skills drills and uh 
like conditioning type drills. So from the mental skills perspective, there's a really fun drill that um, is called no latch dino practice. And this is where you just make up a dino. Um, and this is where your feet are going to cut. Um, but it's going to be like, you know, make something up and do this in the gym. And you're just going to go slap it a hold. Like it doesn't even have to be something that you would be able to hit. Like you could literally be like, I'm going to start on these two jugs down here. And my goal is to go slap that foothold. That's like eight feet away from me. And Ooh. this is going to, so it's super fun. Um, it doesn't make you that tired. Like I like doing this towards the end of my warm up, just cause like, it's kind of fun. It's a great way to show your body that it's okay to get out of control. It's also a great way to like practice falling out of like a dyno where like you aren't attached to the wall so you kind of like it's just a great way to show your brain that like it's okay to get a little out of control and get in the air you're fine yeah (laughs) and so I think if that's something that you struggle with um like the feeling of being out of control feels scary to you like do it in the gym like go slap for something and just like commit to slapping it. And then like, you already know you're going to fall. Right. So it's not like this, like big, Ooh, am I going to fall? Am I not? It's like, no, the literal point is for you to like get in the air and see that it's okay. Um, so Love I'll link to what that looks like in the show notes, but you kind of get the idea. Um, and then this is a drill that I, uh, recently invented for a couple of my athletes that, <laughs> uh, Aaron, this, shout out Aaron. She said this and I was like, this is exactly it. She's like, I'm noticing that I can totally do these moves, but once I'm too high on the boulder, I just nope out. Like, I think I can't do it, but then I watch the video and I'm like, no, I just quit. I just noped out. And I'm like, yeah, like that happens sometimes. So what I'm having Erin do um, is as part of her warmup, she's just rainbowing up to parts of boulders where she's like, this feels too high. Um, And she's going to climb up and then just go to a hold that feels a little too high and then just like do a controlled let go. Um, And it shouldn't Mm -hmm. be hard climbing. It's mostly just like, again, that exposing yourself to the feeling of falling in the context that stresses you out a little bit and making it a little less scary because it's controlled and you know, you're going to do it. Um, and then the kind of like, uh, the other thing with that is too, is like, it's almost like the no latch dino practice, but up high, like another way to do that drill would be like, say like, okay, on this project, I keep not committing to this move. So I'm going to climb up to it. Like, and if you want a rainbow route or use like really easy holds that total, that's totally fine. But you have to like half commit to it. You have to like swing and slap it. You have to like give it a 50% effort, slap the hold your baby going to or get close to slapping it and then take the fall like it's kind of like taking the practice whip but like the bouldering edition um so those are a couple things nice. um i don't think i have um a dr- video yet for the climb up and let go drill but i just explained it that one's pretty self-explanatory hopefully i'll have a video like soon, soon. i don't know <laughs> i'm i'm working on it um okay then when it comes to con- so like actual skill conditioning so there's a drill that's pretty like classic um it's the sloth monkey drill i believe it was invented by the power company but i think a lot of coaches use this so i know i've been saying sloth a lot and that's part of why um so essentially you do the first time you do the boulder you climb it in full-on sloth mode like super slow you look like you're climbing through peanut butter lock it all off second time you're swinging you like swing your hips you do all the things Um, and you like climb it, like how a monkey swings through branches. Right. So the way I've actually started experimenting with this to help people turn their, uh, turn their momentum into a dial instead of a switch is doing like a three way version of the sloth monkey where you do the, you do the first one where you're full on sloth. You do the second one where you're full on monkey mode. And then you do the boulder a third time where you try to toggle for the right amount of momentum for each move. So you kind of try to find like zone um so that one's been really fun i think if like part of your warm-up you do this like three-way uh sloth monkey situation 
Um, and you do this for a couple boulders. So that'll be like each boulder three times up each. Um, that's great. Another tip I have for working on momentum and dynamic movement is that it's actually easier to do bigger moves. Um, like trying to use momentum when you're like moving your hand a foot is just kind of awkward. So I would recommend finding like juggy climbs that are maybe of an easier grade so that when you're like, okay, I'm going big and I'm going to skip some holds. Like a lot of times that's how I'll practice. I'll be like, found this thing. I'm just going to skip some holds, um, and like go over some stuff because practicing momentum when you don't have a full runway to like really, you know, use the full ability of your momentum feels kind of like weird and like you're kind of stopping short. So don't be afraid to like go big. Don't be afraid to skip holds and don't be afraid to pick stuff. That's like a little bit farther apart. Cause it's actually easier to practice momentum that way versus trying to do a bunch of tiny moves. Um, yeah. So those Super are some helpful. things that you yeah. can do. Um, and I will link to all those drills that I have videos for um, in the show notes. But yeah, hopefully this uh, dynamic movement discussion helps you. And it's so important. Um, learning how to move dynamically is just so useful. And if that's something that doesn't feel like a strong suit for you, like I swear to God, the the avenues and styles of climbing that can open up if you just like learn to use your hips <laughs> um, is... <laughs> astounding um another one i want to i need to film this i want to film like a pendulum hip hips drill so hopefully i film that but that's that one's about learning to swing with your hips too um i just need to make it um so stay tuned for that hopefully i'll have made it by the time this comes out but <laughs> yeah so check the show notes <laughs> yeah, check the show notes and just see what i've uh created <laughs> since then but Love yeah caitlin do you have any um do you have any questions or thoughts I, I guess my only thoughts are that I think this could be a really good, yeah, just good practice. So when you, you call these drills, can you just kind of share with the audience, you know, is this something you warm up with? Is this something mm -hmm. you put into your training or, you know, what is, how does this fit into your climbing session? Ooh, I love this. Okay. Yeah. So if you're having yourself like a war on dynamic movement, like, honestly, I just gave you the like. <laughs> how to move dynamically starter pack um, of yeah so I would say like you could warm up with um any combination of these I would probably do the more mental oriented warm-ups like after you've done it kind of depends on how like comfortable you feel like I would maybe start with like I would probably start with the three-way sloth monkeys do that for like a couple boulders so like six boulders total and then you could either do like the no latch dino practice or like the climb up and let go drill for like five minutes um maybe even a little bit more than that and that like would be a pretty solid warm-up um nice. for you so yeah okay. I would say like if you did so I feel like if you did this for like you know let's say you did this for two climbing sessions a week for like six weeks I think you would see like some pretty um pretty substantial differences in the way that you like climb and leverage momentum um the other thing is to like you kind of need to sort of gravitate towards like climbs that require you to use momentum. So if you're always climbing on like staticky, more technical terrain and you're not doing stuff that requires like dead pointing or dynamic movement and all these things, like obviously it's going to be harder to get better at <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Um, <laughs> something I've been doing with one of my athletes, like to tackle some of his weaknesses as we call it, like, uh, for example, last block. Um, and this block, honestly, we've had a slab du jour. So it's like every session <laughs> he's got to spend 20 minutes 
on like a slab, <laughs> right? Wow. So you can kind of have your like dynamic du jour where it's like you do your little warm up and then maybe you find something that's like send in the session level uh, that you try to do, you know, give your tell yourself you got to do like five or seven good tries on it or something that requires you to like move dynamically. Um, and that could be like your dynamic du jour. And I swear just being like a little more intentional about working on this skill, um, listen to our like deliberate skill practice. Um, this can This can just make like such a large difference. Even just thinking about it, like, yeah will be super helpful so that yeah that's kind of how I would like approach this if you want to get okay. better at moving dynamically in a very, there's a lot of ways to tackle this obviously but this could be a fun way especially if you feel like the mental aspect of it like really holds you back so I love that this is so helpful I I'm so glad to learn more about this I know you've programmed a lot of these for me over the years <laughs> yep you I do have some yeah. new ones for you though I found yes. some found some new stuff that I, I like can't so wait that's fun. but yeah <laughs> it is helpful I I can attest to that but is there anything you got going on that you want to share with us uh, okay, let's see. Um, I don't know the exact dates for all the things I am doing in November, but let me just lay out what I know so far as this is being recorded on October 24th. <laughs> um, okay, so first of all, I'm doing really sweet deals on custom plans this month. Um, I'm giving priority to people that are on the wait list. Uh, this might already be over by the time um, this episode comes out. So anyways, um, just check the show notes and see if I'm still doing these custom plan promos, but they honestly might be sold out by the time this episode airs. But anyways, best deal on custom plans I've done in my whole life. Um, so hopefully you took advantage of it if the deals are already over. Second thing is that for the Black Friday weekend, um, I can't decide yet as this is being recorded if I'm going to do a 48 hour or 72 hour sale. We will see. Um, but I'm going to be doing really, really good deals on all of my self-guided programs. Um, so any self-guided program I have will be on a sick sale. Um, and the one thing I do want to mention with the self-guided programs too is that like let's say you want to do one of the app programs you're like I would love to have the app like this is going to be so great yada yada um but I don't want to start my training block until January totally cool um so you can get a deal now and then have your training block start like anytime between um November and April essentially so if you're like I definitely want to do this and I want to get a deal but I'm not starting until March perfect there's a little spot on the checkout page to just say like Hey, this is when I want to start. Um, and then my team will make sure that you're like onboarded and get it, you get into the app um, at the right time. So it's a perfect, the Black Friday sales, Good Spray Black Friday sale is the perfect time to get a deal on your winter training cycle. Um, and I swear the deals will be very delightful. Um, and you should get psyched because this is, yeah, many, many people will be able to get very strong during this um, at a great <laughs> discount, which I'm so nice. excited about. It literally, like every time I open up my trainer eyes and I'm like, there are 50 people at any given time, like working with me, whether that's through like a self-guided program or whatever. And I'm like, this is so crazy. Like so many people are putting in the work and trying to get strong and trying to accomplish their goals. And like, I'm part of that. And that feels really fucking cool. So, um, and I want to make it more people. I want to make it like a hundred people at any given time. Um, cause that would be dope as hell. Um, so anywho, get psyched, check the show notes. Um, I'll have information all over, the place about it um, and more details about like the exacts of the sale and how good it will be to come, but should be, should be pretty sick. So. Sick. Yep. Love it. <laughs> well, cool. I think that pretty much wraps us up here. Anything else yeah. you want to say before we close this out? Um, yeah, just, you know, send this just as a reminder, send this episode to your friend that climbs too slow 
and then you won't have to belay as long. And isn't that nice? Win-win. <laughs> Everyone wins. Everyone wins. We get a new listener. You get to gently tell your friend to climb faster. And <laughs> your friend gets to learn the joys of dynamic movements. So do that. Um, yeah. Win-win-win. Win-win-win. I guess until next time. Keep it, keep it average. average. <laughs> <laughs>